Hey, Steve here. None of the scenarios on this show are based on actual events. Believe it or not, they're completely made up. Enjoy! I'm Griffin. Steve. This is Killed to Death. The improvised true crime podcast. Uh, and Steve, while we are recording, we are sipping on drinks. Always. Uh, I've got some new vanilla vodka. We're obsessed. I mix it with some Coke Zero, mm-hmm. uh, and it is delicious. Mm-hmm. Uh, but we actually, uh, we've taken a bartender exam. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, we took the bar, I think it's called. We took the bar. <laughs> yeah. Uh, which means we removed a physical bar and we've brought it into our basement. That's the only uh, way to practice. At which we have been, yeah, practicing making drinks. Yeah, uh, so we have a few cocktail suggestions for yes. you. You've heard of the Moscow Mule? This one's called the cow. The, the, and is it from Moscow or is it just the cow? It's cow. It's regular type and cow. And it is milk. And it is milk. But I shake it up in one of those little shaker things with ice. So it's cold ass milk. So you put ice in a milk and you sh- shake it around. Well, you know the like silver containers. You've seen me doing this at the bar. Uh, like a milkshake container, or or do you only mean the? I mean the at the, the bar. Martini. Though. Yeah, I also stole this from the bar, and so I just pop it on the end of the glass, and then they shake up the milk. So it kind of gets frothy and cold, and it's kind of nice. And it's called the cow. Yeah, the, uh, check out the cow. Kind of check nice. Check out the cow. Yeah, come <laughs> kind of nice. Come to our basement, check out the cow. Uh, I've been making some virgin tequila shots. Mm-hmm. Uh, this is, is, sorry, Steve, which what is, is it? Which is what? Oh, uh, oh yeah, you oh, don't know about this one. No, I, <laughs> I was like, you do your thing, man. I'm not going to watch. <laughs> I don't want to know what your mind's cooking up. So this is uh, salt, uh, mm. a lemon. Lime. No, I use a lemon. Oh, okay. Don't tell me how to make my drink. <laughs> sorry. Uh, and that's it. That's everything. Oh, okay. And that's just in a <laughs> you fill a shot glass with salt and lime. No, no. I, I will pour salt along your finger mm. uh, and I will f- just kind of toss a lime slice at you. Okay. And then you lick the salt and then shoot the You lime. can do whatever the hell you want at that point. Uh, I normally will wash the salt off my hand and throw out the lemon. <laughs> and that's a virgin tequila shot. And that's shot. a virgin tequila shot. Right. Steve, uh, you've been yep. uh, wasted constantly <laughs> the past several weeks. And that's because um, I've been taking all the tequila that you were going to use. For, well, you've been making a lot of virgin drinks. And all of yeah. the alcohol that you were using for all of <sighs> Any those... Any drink I make. Is then poured... You keep pouring it out. Um, and I've been collecting all of it and using it uh, for my drinks. Okay, so I have been pouring tequila out. And you've been kind of collecting it off the floor. Yeah, because you just pour it straight on the floor. Uh, so I've kind of wrung out the rug, and uh, I've been using that for a lot of drinks. So they become straight drinks with a taste of rug. Your cocktail mix is just tequila that has been poured well, onto the floor and yeah. then wrung out. But you've also been pouring out other kinds. So it's like we have rum and tequila and rum whiskey. Rug. And yes. And uh, all of Which it Which I is... believe is murder backwards. <laughs> yeah. What's the name of Danny's friend, Tony? Oh yes, yeah. Tony, yeah. Tony Finger. Tony, F- <laughs> Tony Finger is his full name. Um, <laughs> yeah, yeah. All right. <laughs> <laughs> My friend Tony Fingers. <laughs> Honestly, it's already not intimidating when he calls him Tony, but Tony That's Finger true, makes yeah, Tony's it. Tony's not that menacing. No, I remember thinking that watching the first time. Oh uh, well, that. I don't know. I imagine a burly man. 
Tony Soprano's menacing, I guess. You think his finger is like, hey, Danny. <laughs> hey, I'm in therapy. All right. <laughs> and you made another drink. Yeah, of course. Yes. yes. I, I've been making Virgin the Cow. Nice. And that's just my cow drink. <laughs> and that is your cow drink, uh, except I, I have taken away the milk. Mm-hmm. And so what I'll do is I'll shake up some cubes. Mm. And you did pour a bunch of tequila on the floor. And I have poured tequila on the floor. Just for fun. Uh, Steve, uh, speaking of uh, rub fun. rug backwards. <laughs> oh, nice. Would you like to solve one? Yes. The victim. Big pony. Found dead in an apiary. Today's guest. Troy Fudge beekeeper who found the body troy hello uh can i show you guys something yeah yeah check this out that's right not only am i a beekeeper but i am also a male vocalist that never sings words and what are you a part of a band Troy, that's that's Ooh. really good. Well, I hang around with bees all day, and they're buzzing. So I think, like, what's a human being's version of buzzing? You know, it's kind of like, oh, 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 oh. What is it? What is the purpose of bees buzzing? Are, is it like a communication thing? It's to warn bees that uh, trees are nearby. So bees warn other bees that there's trees. <laughs> bees work in a sense of community. That humans only dream they could get their act together to do. There's one queen bee, and then the rest of the bees buzz around saying, look out, to each other. <laughs> About the trees. About the trees, yeah. Right. What, and what means the... big one coming. <laughs> what threat are these uh, trees to bees? I didn't realize they had that kind of relationship. Well, you have you ever heard the expression... Uh, if a tree falls in the forest, does it make a sound? Right. Well, of course. I love that expression. For the bees, if a human being is not near a tree, can they see how mean these trees are to us? <laughs> so if a What hu- I'm getting at is us, as human beings, never per- get to perceive the way trees behave around bees when we're not around, so we could never... Uh, you have to just take the bees' words. What is that behavior from what you understand? From what I understand from the buzzing that I hear all the time around all the hives that I'm constantly working on, it sounds like trees actually move and reach out wow. and try to swap the bees with their branches. Try and knock them out I'm of the not, air. I'm not joking, but I'm also not 100%, but I'm not joking about how I'm pretty sure my prediction is accurate <laughs> from my interpretation. You are you are a beekeeper. Uh, does that mean that, that your main source of revenue is selling honey? Oh 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 Or selling CDs. I never sell a CD, and I'll tell you why. I sell honey all the time, and I'll tell you why. I sell honey all the time because raw honey, like the stuff that uh, I make, has natural uh, bacterial antibacterial elements that is good for human beings, and I definitely think that we should pass that on to each other. And help each other. I, like the bees, agree that we should all be one unified community that looks out for each other. Now, on the other hand, I never sell CDs of my incredible vocalizations because they are from the moment. They're art that you have to capture in the moment. And to sort of trap it and put it on like a compact disc is to like put the beautiful art and uh, music that I've created in the moment into some sort of like prison cell. 
Wow. It's wow. just not the same. It's crazy how different they are considering C and D are right next to B. That's, yeah. I only like the first four letters of the alphabet, to be honest. But, so I that includes C and D. You don't like CDs. <laughs> yeah, I do like, oh, well, yeah, I know. But I, <laughs> anyways, I like saying CDs. I don't oh, know. Okay. <laughs> but not the concept of them. I like, I'll say CD forever, but I'll never put my vocalizations onto a CD. Uh, but I will okay. say CD until the cows come home. You guys were talking about cows earlier. I was, uh, I always am waiting for them to come home. Oh, you used to be a farmer. Yeah. How'd you know that? Uh, based on the fact your cows have left and you're still waiting. Oh, yeah, that's right. Mm-hmm. Yeah. The first day I ever got cows, uh, you know, I put them in the field and they kind of just sauntered off. And that was about three uh, years ago. You got to get a fence. Day one? <laughs> you got to get a fence, man. I know. I still have to get a fence, too, but I'm bad at it. It's because I hem and haw. Like, what's the best fence? So wait, have you done the same thing with the bees? Are they just loose bees? <laughs> yeah, pretty much. But they respect that, you know. <laughs> the thing about that you don't know about, like uh, being a beekeeper, that you probably don't understand, uh, <laughs> because you're just like a milk drinker or whatever. Um, There's well. only two the kinds of people. You're like a milk drinker and a detective, right? <laughs> yeah, um, yeah. That's my LinkedIn. <laughs> yeah. Well, bees. It's kind of like, if you're strict, they will rebel. But if you're free and open with them, they respect that, and they will actually be more loyal. So have they taken up residence, like in your car, in your house and stuff, just built their nests wherever? Good uh, question. That's 100% what Thank they Thank you, do. I'm a detective second. They mostly li- uh, live in my hat, which is like a pretty floppy bucket hat. Yeah, we can see that you you have a huge floppy bucket hat. Uh, it's huge, eh? Well, it's it's yeah. because I'm bald. So the bucket hat is the hat that resembles mostly like having a floppy head of hair. <laughs> what about wear a sun a hat? I don't want to wear a wig because I don't want to have fake hair. But I want the mm. sensation of long hair flopping okay. all around like a big floppy bucket uh, hat. On that same subject, I have to ask about. You know, in the Guinness Bro- uh, Book of World Records, there's always those guys who use bees as beards. Have you ever done something like that and maybe considered that for your hair? Oh, that's a really good idea. Um, but don't those guys put honey in their beard? I don't know how they do it. I only seen the or photos. Put bunny, honey on their. Yeah, you I don't know how they do it either. I'll have to talk to them. I mean, <laughs> I see them all the time. Do you? Yeah. Oh, wow. Yeah, there's other... guys with big beer, bee beards down by the taco um, shop in the n- nearest town near where my apiary is. <laughs> what town is that? Port Hope. <laughs> <laughs> so your your bucket hat is where all of your bees live. Not all of them, but uh, they, but, you know, they go all, like you said, you're right. They do go in my apartment and in my car, etc. cetera, um, <laughs> in, in bags I have. You have them in bags? But, Yeah. <laughs> I have bags full of stuff that I don't know where to put, and also bees are in those bags. So, like, for example, like, I have, like, a whole bag full of, like, receipts and stuff for my taxes, and some bees are in there, too. Or, like, I have a box with, like, because I got rid of this big desk that I used to have because I had to, like, 
min like so i got a little smaller desk now so some of my desk contents are in this box i don't know where to put them like pencils and extra notebooks and like you know awards i've won and stuff and there's some also bees in there with that stuff uh, do bees kind of have a kinship with you or would you still get stung say reaching into one of those bags Every now and then there's one that stings, but the other ones make that one feel bad after. Kind of like how in uh, Dawn of the Planet of the Apes, there was that real uh, mean ape with the scar on his face. Oh, yeah. Meanie. You know, pe- what was his name? Meanie, I think. Huh? Meanie? I've he never seen He would always it. be like, Colm? Let's kill. What Colm? are you saying? I think Colm it's- Meanie? Oh. No, maybe you're right. I think the mean ape in Dawn or Rise of the Planet of the Apes is named Colm, C-O-L-M. <laughs> Colm, the So oh, you're talking about the new ones. Oh. I'm talking about the new ones, sorry. Oh, yeah, yeah, yeah. No, I never, I've I seen still all don't know what his name is. I've seen all of them. I've seen all the old ones, too, but honestly... I can um, picture this, though. Yeah. Pardon? I can picture this now that we're talking about the new ones. He is mean. Yeah. Koba? Like, is his name Koba? Koba. Koba Meanie. Yeah, yeah. Koba Meanie. Uh... Now, how do you collect the honey if the bees are just loose? Do you, like, wring out your hat at the end of the day? No, no. They they still go and make the uh, honey in the honeycombs that I've... Or, like, those boxes. Yeah. Oh, so, so you do have the boxes. What I'm telling you is, <laughs> like... Oh, they can... Just kind of like an open, trusting, peaceful relationship. Right. They will work for you more than if you're strict and, like, uh, bossing them around. Right, so at the beginning of the day, they'll commute over to the box, they'll do their work, then they'll come back to your hat to relax. Yeah, but the hat big, or whatever. The but big yeah, question is, where does the queen stay? Oh, yeah. Tell us about your Pardon? queen. Where's the queen stay? The queen stays um, right in the um, hat. <laughs> <laughs> well, with the other bees, that makes oh, sense. Okay, right. <laughs> T- tell us yeah. about her. How long have you had this queen? This queen uh, is my first queen, to be honest, Queen Bee. It's, uh, I think we have a very um, solid relationship of years of working together. I've had this one for about a year and a half. So you've only been beekeeping <laughs> for about a year and a half. Yeah, but I'm really good at it, and uh, <laughs> it's something that you can learn fast, and it's easy. How did you start? Uh, I started because I was uh, bad at so many other jobs. I had to run away and change my name and hide on a farm. Well, what did you do that was so bad? <laughs> uh, I ripped a lot of people off and I even pushed a guy off of a wharf. <laughs> you, so you pushed a guy into the water and thought this was bad enough that you needed to run. I pushed him into the water. Well, I owed him a lot of money, and he was a dangerous guy. I pushed him into the water, and I yelled, screw off, and I never looked back. <laughs> and instead, you went to a farm where, uh, an already existing farm, and then took down yeah. the fence? Yeah. <laughs> it's a huge farm where I'm allowed to, like, share some of the land. Uh, the other, the person who owns the actual land is an old blind lady that thinks I'm her son. <laughs> what happened to her son? I don't know. I don't say a thing. I'll tell you what happened. He came home. Here I am. (laughs) Oh, that's good. Keeping up appearances. Yeah, but honestly, I feel like he was killed years ago in Vietnam. Oh, what what gives you that idea? The only picture she has of him is above the fireplace, and he's literally in Vietnam in a military outfit. (laughs) I wonder who gave her the photo. Yeah, 
I pro- he probably sent it to her before he got uh, blown to bits by a landmine. Oh, yeah, that's probably accurate. <laughs> but also, she wouldn't need that many pictures anyways, being blind. There are words written in pen on the photo that say, just got here. <laughs> so far, so good. Yeah. Haven't seen a landmine yet. I got. Hmm? Ah, doesn't matter. What? <laughs> Uh, so Koba, been... <clears throat> what is what is the relationship between a queen and the rest of the colony? What role does she serve? I have no idea. <laughs> oh wow! I I think that like they use there. There's some sort of like, I don't know if it's also in the dialect of the buzzing or if they rub their legs together. But there's some kind of telepathic energy that that the queen just like, or or it's just like. You know, when guys are just head over heel over beautiful women, they'll do anything. I think that's mm. kind of what it's like. It's kind of like if you see like a beautiful woman in a long red dress and high heels walking down a sidewalk. Like, how do you behave? You know what I mean? Right. Oh, I, yeah. I'll, I'll waggle my tongue. Yeah. And I guess eyes. that's just an example for a straight uh, male. Mm-hmm. But uh, yeah, you know what I mean? For, uh, for you, for us, I for, guess that's what I'm. Yeah, you would waggle your tongue, yeah. right? Or you would uh, do exactly what they say for the rest of their lives. We are all simp's. I think we can agree. Yeah, we're fools, and we're definitely only trying to have sex with women uh, until we die. <laughs> Much like the bees. I think that's what it is. I don't know if they have sex or not because I don't watch them twenty four seven. These are sips. but they get some form of approval. I think because they definitely stick around and do everything she says. Oh my god! What does she command of them? Make the honey, I guess. Uh, yeah, I think it's make the honey uh, for Troy, and um, <laughs> that's you. Yeah, I know. <laughs> I'm Troy Fudge. <laughs> and, uh, well, I yeah, that's probably weird to say, having to p- pretend to be the son all the time. I know it is. What's his name? The, uh, the son's name is um, uh, what is it? Uh, big something. Big. Uh, mm, big. Uh, yeah. Now this is interesting because are you talking what? about the body you found dead in your apiary? <laughs> oh yeah. So I found big yeah, pony. Who did? Big what? Pony? Yeah, that's. I think that's her real son. <laughs> oh, so he, in fact, did not die in <laughs> Vietnam. Or maybe he died there and was transported. Either way, he's ended up in your apiary. I just want to tell you guys that I found him dead in the apiary. So I don't know if like he was transported from Vietnam as a dead body and placed there. Maybe he was framed. Maybe I'm framed. I don't know. <laughs> did he? Did he have a military uniform on? Not at all. He was wearing a Hawaiian shirt and uh, jeans that he cut into shorts. <laughs> oh, cool. oh, jorts. And and sandals. He actually looked like how I want to live my life. <laughs> yeah, not in this beekeeper outfit. No, it's too hot and uh, you can't put jazz on it. You have to keep it all white. Yeah. You can't decorate your beekeeper uniform? No. One time I tried to add flair, I put like a, a pin on it. Um, that said, here's Johnny, because I'm a huge fan of The Shining. <laughs> oh, oh, you know, Tony uh, Finger. Rum Rug. Yeah. Oh, my gosh. Rum Rug from, yeah, when the, the boy is trying to spell out uh, Germer. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, that's what they try and write on the mirror, all the boys. Yeah, Germer yeah. and Grumper. Germer. 
Um, <laughs> yeah, it's uh, so yeah. I had it like I put a little pin on the left uh, breast of my bee suit, mm. beekeeper suit that said "Here's Johnny," and it had a picture of Jack Nicholson's face coming between that door. That iconic image that we all know. Yeah. And so I, w- I showed up one day, and the bees went ape shit. Were they scared? Uh, yeah, they all they f- they all flew together, m- made the form formed the shape of a man running away in fear. <laughs> <laughs> wow. And then they yeah, and then they ran through a barn wall and left the shape of like the perfect out- outline of a man running through a wall. How did you win them back? I took the pin off and put it in the fire that night mm. and uh let it burn to the, to a crisp. And then the next morning, uh, they were back and they were buzzing around my left breast, closely inspecting the beekeeper suit. And of course, as you can imagine, lo and behold, they discovered it was gone and they basically started acting normal within the next day or two. Yeah. So that's what happens if you wear any kind of flare, you think? I freak them the hell out. For some reason, they really want uh, the man who is stealing their honey to be dressed in all white. <laughs> Uh, that's bees, man. Well, I will never fully understand them, I guess. I think they're nuts. <laughs> <laughs> well, let's yeah. let's talk about Big Pony. Uh, you found him yeah. in the apiary. Do, do you mean he was in one of the boxes? So, no. He was on the side, face down. And Ass? to be honest, there was gobs of honey all over both of his uh, hands. Mm. Oh, wow. Like, Almost like how a bear, like Winnie the Pooh, would dip its maw into the... Is the maw the right word? Paw into the uh, uh, rabbit's jar. Yeah. Yeah, was his was his butt sticking out of a hole? I just want a dictionary maw. Hold on. Yeah, it's a mouth. No, Gaping I know maw? what you're getting at, but no, it wasn't. Yeah, maw is the jaws or throat of a voracious animal. So I'm sorry, I meant paw. But there was honey all over his mouth. Ma, Ma and Pa. Ma and Pa. I mean, they go hand in hand. Isn't that crazy that our parents are named after bears' hands and mouth? <laughs> <laughs> yeah, that's who named them. <laughs> Ma and Pa, eh? All right. <laughs> so he had globs of Winnie the Pooh style honey on his hands. Well, I mean, Winnie the Pooh style globs of honey. I yeah. suppose yeah. so, yes. Okay, right. But does you think that he was taking the honey from your hat or wherever it was i'm not at liberty to say (laughs) oh okay oh this is salacious yeah i'm not allowed to speculate on any more sorry guys (laughs) okay Okay, well let's not speculate for coming on let's not speculate let's talk about what you actually saw can't can't we talk about uh, my my singing, my vocalization? Oh yeah, sure, you haven't yeah. done that in a while. Of course, I do. I am really trying not to get in trouble with the law here, as you guys know. It's a fresh investigation. You guys are in fact investigating it yourselves. <laughs> yeah, we know that. <laughs> yeah, that is true. <laughs> okay, let's yeah. hear let's hear a quick riff. And that's out there, and it's gone, and it was just for you guys. That's kind of beautiful. Unfortunately, it was recorded. Oh, Um, yeah. Crap. Dozens will hear. Oh, no. I need you to go back and edit out every time I did a vocalization on this episode. Do you want us to put in something else? Yeah, like a bear growling, like it's about to kill you. Can you do the growl so we can edit it in? (laughs) That's pretty good. That's pretty good. 
Do you have yeah. a problem with bears? Because I, I do know traditionally they like honey, like Winnie the Pooh. That is true. Mm-hmm. Uh, yeah, bears definitely have circled my <laughs> apiary um, quite uh, with quite a frequency. You got to get that um, fence. Mm-hmm. You got to get that fence. I've been telling you. I know you're right, but I don't know which is the right one. They they have different reviews on Amazon. <laughs> There's one that I think looks the best, but it's got four stars. And then there's one that I think doesn't look as good as that one. That is four and a half stars. And it's like, what is the difference? Right. Why does this one get a half more star? Okay, well, I'm going to so be honest. Been... You're not buying for aesthetics. You're buying for function. I would take the four and a half star one. Okay. I probably will. You just okay, got to you... bite the bullet and you just got to add to cart, man. I think you're right. It's, you know, I've had a couple different fences sitting in the cart every time do I log in. For like weeks, months, years, since a year, uh, forever. So what What was the condition of his body, of Big Pony's body? Everything looked fine in my opinion, except it, he was dead. Mm. Uh, right. And there was honey everywhere, like I said. And um, there was also a bear, you know those bear traps that trap, like, what are they called? Those like claw ones, those clampy it's ones? It's literally, yeah, the claw one. It's literally called a bear, bear trap. trap. Uh, anyways, there yeah. was one of those um, on his his whole butt was trapped inside the maw of a bear trap. Wow. Wow. So it was clamped Clamps. onto his butt. Not what I assume would kill you. Clamped is a good way of saying it. I definitely think it was clamped on and it was clenching. Were the spikes in the cheeks? That's exactly it. It was like, imagine a, a, a shark saw your butt and thought it was a huge marshmallow. <laughs> I don't have to imagine, man. Yeah. Uh, a shark. Uh, oh, damn. Yeah. Are you Australian? <laughs> what did that sound like? Had a good accent? <laughs> <laughs> no, but I feel like a lot of Australian surfers get yeah. their butts munched off by sharks. For yeah. sure. Well, a shark will jump out of the water. He'll eat uh, a portion of the seat of my pants and it will reveal my polka dot uh, underwear a lot of the time. Yeah. Oh, see, I have that same issue, except it's not a shark. It's a little black dog. And every time I put copper tone sunscreen <laughs> yeah. on, the black dog bites my uh, bottom uh, and takes my bathing suit off. Could we so hear a little bit of uh, black dog without the vocals? Pardon? Could we hear a little bit of black dog without the vocals? Yeah. Yeah. It goes like this. Uh, oh, wait. Oh, yeah. It goes. That was, of course, Led Zeppelin's Black Dog. Nice. Uh, yeah. What we have to do... Illegally. Yeah, uh, we are going to take a bit of a break. What? <laughs> Sorry, man. Uh, what the hell? <laughs> we're going to play a brief musical interlude, and we will return shortly. We Unless, promise. of course, we God. get an ad. No, no, no. We won't. No, there is okay. no way. There's I, no way. Listener, I guarantee you about 10 seconds of music is coming up, and we did not get an yeah, ad. Yeah, you won't hear an ad. And if you do... We're doing well. If you do, you're not going to hear another episode. We're out of here. <laughs> if you do, we're too big for it now. All right. We'll All be right back. Right. Fine. And we are back and on I'm Kill to Death, uh, the internet podcast. Uh, we are, of course... <laughs> That's our brand. Yeah. Uh, we're here with Troy Fudge. Uh, hey. Troy, you are a vocalist... Uh, and beekeeper uh near port hope 
Uh, a body was found in your apiary. Uh, you you do it have freaked me out. <laughs> understandable. Uh, you've got you've got the boxes uh, that a yeah. lot of beekeepers have, but your bees can mm-hmm. roam freely. Uh, mainly, they reside in your hat, uh, and then sometimes mm. a few in the bag of tax receipts you have. <laughs> yeah, in my car, in some boxes. I don't know, whatever. <laughs> Uh, there's a, a queen bee they all listen to uh, because she's attractive and they want to have sex with her. Uh, so they'll do anything she says, like make honey for Troy. Who is you? I'm Troy Fudge. For the past year and a half, you've had to pretend that you are Big Pony, mm-hmm. uh, the son of the old blind woman whose farm you reside at. Yeah. Uh, there's a picture of him in a in a Vietnam uniform, in an army uniform in clearly Vietnam, I guess as palm trees. Yeah. And at first I thought he... Okay, he died in Vietnam, but then now we have this confusing predicament. On pen, on the picture was written, uh, just got here. So far, so good. <laughs> yeah. Uh, so uh, in terms of when that picture was taken, he Unclear. was alive. Unclear exactly when, but he just got there. Uh, cut to, you find him in your apiary. Mm-hmm. He's at the side. His hands, Winnie the Pooh style globs of honey on his hands, mm-hmm. as if he was scooping the honey into his maw. Mm-hmm. On his ass, a bear trap clamped, mm-hmm. spikes in as if a shark uh, bit a portion of your butt. As if you were Australian. I would just like to say that uh, I never said a- the ASS word. I said bum, but yeah, yeah. Mm. Oh, sorry. This is a... Uh, Censoring, like Coppertone. Yeah, Coppertone censored their old logo, yeah. <laughs> Uh, speaking of Copper Toad, yeah. uh, mm-hmm. I don't know why it was relevant. Oh, because the dog eats her shorts much yes. like a shark would eat. Your shorts, much mm. like the bear trap, was clamped upon the butt of Big Pony. Much like Bart Simpson will request you to do. Wow, very good. Let me ask you something. You're very excellent at this. Um, I also drink Do milk. you solve every crime that you investigate? Always. That's our guarantee. I can tell. You guys are so good. That's kind of uh, all we do. If it's too hard, sometimes we'll just give up and solve a different one, but we always do one. Yeah. Okay. At least one's getting solved. Oh, that's nice. <laughs> I feel bad for the people that don't get their crime solved, but yeah, yeah. Big, who are you talking to down there? Big? Is this on my... No, I think this is on your end. Yeah, someone's shouting oh, at you. Uh, yes, this is Big here. Oh, good, Who are you talking cover. to in the basement? I'm talking to uh, my f- friend. I'm coming down. Okay. Are we friends? No, but just roll with it. Oh, okay. Ooh, ooh well, tricky last step. Ooh-wee. Yeah, oh. that's why I told you. You shouldn't come down here anymore. My God, mother, you're going to break your face on that uh, wooden duck. <laughs> I know my own basement. Here. Want ants yeah, on a log? Yeah, you can't see so well anymore. I made ants on a log. I know you love them. Have us have one. Hey, these aren't ants on a log. These are just like actual bugs <laughs> <laughs> on some crispers. And that's not because I'm blind. I'm pranking you. Oh, okay. Okay. <laughs> You fell for it, too. You thought for a second I'd made you a snack. No, the visually impaired can tell the difference between yes. moving bugs and yes. raisins. Of course we can. Who's this? Who's on the screen? Yeah. I can hear you. Uh, I'm one of uh, Troy's friends. Yeah, that's right. Uh, yeah, we're all his friends. Oh! Yeah, this is Alexandro. Who's Troy? And this is uh, Terrence. I'm Alexandro. I'm Terrence. I'm Terrence. <laughs> 
wait a minute. Who is this Troy? You're talking about my what? dear son, Big. Oh, oh, <laughs> oh <laughs> yeah. Um, we were talking about the movie Troy and how uh, we thought it was ridiculous that Brad Pitt played Achilles. Right. Oh. Yeah, we hated that. I agree. I think it's ridiculous. It's so stupid. I only it should like have been one another film. guy, right, Mom? You were named after my favorite film. Yeah. Big. Big. <laughs> yeah, I know. <laughs> and I named you as soon as you came back from the war. Oh, you're, yeah. Uh, because big. otherwise Big wouldn't have been out. It's weird how you named uh, our dog after your favorite film Big as well, but you, he got to be called Tom. <laughs> yes. I named him first. I know. Tom was already taken, so you had to get right across the well, plate. Well, you've also got Hank still in the canon. No, no. I don't care for the last name. I don't think it fits him. What is your name, ma'am? My name is Esmeralda. Esmeralda Pony? Yes. That's right. Uh, Yeah, we're talking about... What is this? Oh, uh, nothing, first of all. Oh, okay. First of all, we're not talking about anything. Oh, all right. Uh, secondly, uh, when when did uh, Big Hero return from the war? Oh, it was just a year and a half ago, and I was so delighted to have him finally back. Oh, that's right. I literally had to make it back on my own on my own dime. <laughs> I wouldn't send you a penny. I said, Big can do this all on his own. I named you while you were overseas. Well, actually, for three decades, I was on an island still trying to fight. And people would Ooh. come and tell me that the war was long over, and I would say, no, no, I don't believe you, and I would still hide on the island for decades. See, and isn't then he I brave? And then I finally believed them that the war was over, and I made my way home. Mm, that's my strong, big, big boy. And now, now he's back! Esmeralda, mm -hmm. I, mm. I realize that it's going to be difficult for uh, us to make much headway mm -hmm. in this podcast mm -hmm. unless we reveal something yes. to you. Yes! Yes. I realize that <laughs> yes. we can't keep up this ruse and yes. also do what we want to do. Uh, and I've realized this far too late. Listen, just because I'm blind doesn't mean I'm stupid. I've pieced it all together. You're not my son. <gasps> what are you talking about? You're Troy. And yes, I agree. It was ridiculous that Brad Pitt was in it. But I, I, I saw right through it the moment you stumbled, you stupid detective. You're Troy and my son is dead. What? Yes, no, I'm not. dead, dead in the <laughs> dead in the backyard. Oh, crud! <laughs> it's all how right, you, Troy. How did you figure that out, you stupid, dumb old lady that I don't care about anymore? Excuse me, I put a roof over your head, and I feed oh, you yeah, prank but bugs. So what? Uh, you can't even see it. <laughs> yeah, it's still a roof. I know it's there. All right. Well, thanks for that. Yes, and you can stay as long as you want. But I, I, I do want to help. Okay, so let's talk about the real big pony. Yes, uh, my dear son. When is the last you had heard of him before Troy mm. here returned and pretended to be him? Well, he returned once before. Really? Yes, he returned from the war, and I thought, oh, this is it, he's back. And then he said, I'm off again, mother, to fight a different war. Now, this was a couple years ago. And do you think he mm -hmm. meant metaphorical? He said it was the war on drugs. Okay, so he was going to become mm -hmm. a DEA agent. I'd not, I'm not sure what, what he was going to do, but that's it, what he said. Unless he was on the other side. I unless he was someone in the cartel. Unclear. And he left in the night. He put on his 
baseball cap, his lucky cap, and he left in the night. What? How long ago was this? <laughs> Wait, what are you alluding to? Uh, I'd love to set you up for it. You seem ready to have some. Uh, was <clears throat> was it a, be- a little over a year and a half ago? Yes, it was. <laughs> okay, so a little over a, a year and a half ago, you last saw him. He was gonna go. He was gonna do something with drugs. Well, I don't, he wasn't going to do drugs. Not my boy. No, he said I'm gonna fight a war different war drugs. this time. A war Sorry. on drugs. That's right. Like no. the band. You're a singer, yeah. aren't you, Troy? That's how I knew I'm it wasn't vocalizer, my son. Yeah. Well, this is also why I knew you weren't my son. My son couldn't sing at all. You have the voice of an angel. Oh, 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 Trust me. <laughs> so, uh, Troy, I'd like to talk a little bit about your past. Oh, uh, specifically, here we go. Specifically what? the people you've ripped off and owed money to. Yeah. Mm-hmm. They were in the drug world, so what? <laughs> I, what was the relationship there? Were you buying drugs? Were you selling drugs? I was pretending that I was going to sell big shipments of drugs, but then I would rip them off and I'd beat them up and push them around and stuff. (laughs) So how did that go? They just showed up and there were no drugs and you just pushed them instead? They just trusted me because I'm so charismatic. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Just like how the bees trust me. Just like how I trusted you. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Everybody trusts me and now I always get your honey. (laughs) Oh, you're pulling a con on the bees? Yeah, it seems like it. <laughs> they think I'm the... Ow! Ow! Uh, my hat! <laughs> it's stinging my head. Oh, they're turning on him. Ow! Did you hear that, guys? Did we hear you say, ow, 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 a bunch? Uh, no, I'm talking to the bees that are in my hat. I guess they can sense vibrations of um, uh, betrayal. <laughs> <laughs> Much like when you wore the shining pin. Yeah. Oh, mm. my gosh. Anyways. It's all coming together. Yeah, I'm a real jerk. Now, I'll tell you one thing. I never killed a damn guy. Well, Esmeralda, I have a question for you. Uh, and I, I hope this isn't too on the nose. No. Uh, how good a swimmer was Big Pony? Oh, he hated the water. Afraid of it, in fact. He'd dip a little toe in and he used to say, that's enough for me, never more. Which is why he was kind of scared to go to Vietnam, because someone told him that it was on the coast. Yeah, and there's rivers and stuff. Ooh, he was spooked. But Cody Crane, Damien Deving. Yes. And he, he came back, and he'd survived, and I thought, amazing. Then he went off on this war on drugs, and then, of course, died there. And then we'll never know how. No. Well, mm. But no, couldn't swim. Not a lick. Mm-hmm. <laughs> but he loved the wharf. Oh, how he loved the wharf. He used to stand near the edge sorry, of the wharf. Are, are we talking yes. about uh, the Doc or the Star Trek character? Doc is not a Star Trek character. What? Doc- <laughs> I see what you're saying. Uh, we're talking about the wharf, the Doc. Right, so he would go down there. Mm-hmm. To he do used his- to stand at the edge and he'd say, I'm king of the world! Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. 
That's sounds my boy. like a good guy. <laughs> yeah, he sounds like a great guy. He was the best guy. Hmm. My little boy. My big little boy. Well, now he's lying on his stupid face, face down in the mud of an apiary with a bear trap clomping his butt off. So this is the part that I still feel is a mystery. Mm-hmm. Is uh, now I ha- I, What I have part's a- not a mystery? It's all a mystery to me. Right, of course. Uh, let's say mm. he fell off the wharf. Oh, he'd be done for! Uh, my my question would be how would he have how and why was he transported to the apiary and and framed almost? Hmm, good question. That I don't know. You're for, you think he you're fell in the wharf and drowned, Alexandro? <laughs> <laughs> yeah, we got to keep that up. I'm Terrence. <laughs> what if the wharf? Yeah, she still thinks you guys are <laughs> Alexandro and Terrence. She hasn't figured that out yet. <laughs> Stupid old woman. <laughs> Stupid old woman that I hate now. Why do you um, hate her so much? Have you ever heard of wharfs being in the middle of the Arctic where there is ice everywhere? Uh, okay, <laughs> I will answer honestly. No, I've not heard no, of this. neither have I, unfortunately. Well, let's say hypothetically... I don't know what happened to this fellow that's in the apiary right now, but let's say if I did write a book called How I Would Do It, (laughs) I would push a non-swimming guy who's afraid of the water off of a wharf in the Arctic so that he freezes solid. And then this is adding more questions. So that if he, he could be defrosted later. Oh, okay. And then beat up again. But... If he was defrosted later and say the hypothetical person that pushed him off in the first place didn't know that, but always had an inkling that he might return, he would say maybe keep a bear trap somewhere near where he is um, (laughs) that looks kind of like a chair that you'd sit on. Oh, you didn't mention this about the bear trap is that it was shaped like a chair. (laughs) Well... It's not. It's shaped like a bear trap, but you can put cushions on it. <laughs> <laughs> and so he was tired after his long journey back yeah, from he, the Arctic, from and he just defrosted. wanted to sit down on some <laughs> cushions. Yeah, hypothetically, he could have come to the farm and said, I'm going to kill my, kill this guy and get revenge. But yes, I I need to sit down for a sec. And he'd be hungry. My boy loves oh, to yeah. eat honey. Oh, really? Well, I did not know that. (laughs) Despite all the things you didn't know, you played a very convincing my son. And for that, I'm proud of you. Well, thank you very much. It was a pleasure being your son for a year and a half. I got to uh, eat a lot of nice crackers. Are you not going to continue this arrangement? I would be happy to. I believe I, I... I mean, I've lost my... My true son. So, Troy, if you'd well, like to say stick around, I still live here with you. Uh, I still get to call you mom. I still get to tend to the apiary, and also as a bonus for your kind, generous uh, attitude and your and your board uh, room and board rent free, I will. It will be my life's work to continue to hopefully figure out who murdered your real son. Hmm. I would appreciate it. And put up a damn fence. 
Okay, I'll just choose one, I guess. <laughs> just hit buy. Put it on my card if you must. Okay. Okay, bye. Okay, creak, bye. Creak, 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 well, I, I guess this is one of those episodes where it's too hard to solve, like we were well, talking we about. Well, we got to solve something uh, else, so then, I guess. At, at this point, normally, when it's too hard, we'll throw it to Steve, and he will solve a different crime. Oh, I just solve a, any other crime? Yes, that's correct. Okay, well, I think I finally figured out who was uh, spray painting in my room. Uh-oh. It was Eric. <laughs> yeah. It had to be Eric. It had to be Eric. Yep. What was he spray painting? Because uh, I don't. Griffin know. was here, <laughs> I'm trying to frame you, pathetic. But I figured it out. Uh, this is, of course, our awful roommate Eric hasn't yeah. come up on the podcast in a while, but we'd love to. Uh, no, come but back we'd love him. to have him come up. <laughs> uh, and that wraps up another successful episode of the Internet Podcast Killed to Death. Very successful. Uh, if you'd like to have a gas online. You can follow us on Twitter at yeah. KGD Pod or Instagram Kill to Death yeah. Podcast. Feel free to shoot us an email at uh, Kill to Death Podcast at gmail.com. That's the one. Uh, you can suggest uh, any kind of scenario you'd like us to solve. Yeah. Uh, Steve it can just Black- be a general crime, too. <laughs> just yeah. anything. Just something bad that happened. Uh, and we'll write back. First of all, sorry to hear it. Yeah. Well, don't give us real stuff that happened to you. <laughs> we don't want to talk about yeah, that. Write it with your trauma. No, let's not do that. Uh, and I think that's all I need people that's to That's all do. I need people to check out. Uh, in terms of people checking out stuff online, we're part of the Sonar Network, uh, the podcast network. Is there any show on there people should check out, do you think, Troy? I've been listening to this new one lately. It's about 17 episodes in, and I love it uh, dearly because it calms me down and helps me relax. Uh, makes me feel peaceful and at one with the universe, but also gives me a good laugh because the guy is really silly. He's been a comedian for about 20 years, so, I mean, he's put the work in. <laughs> it makes sense, right, that it's kind of funny, but it's called Happy Good, and the host is called Chris Locke, I think, and it's, yeah, I really enjoy it. I subscribe to it, and I also subscribe to his Patreon, and I also follow it on Twitter and Instagram at Happy Good World. I really recommend that one. I think it's uh, going to be big, and I think it's getting popular, and I feel like a year or so from now, uh, the the host, Chris Locke, could maybe get a Netflix special based on its popularity. <laughs> well, if he got a new mic stand, for sure, he's on his way. Uh, I, yeah, that's the one thing I heard about Netflix, is you got to bring your own mic stand to your special. <laughs> yeah. In these COVID times, you know, <laughs> bring your yeah. own mic stand. Mm-hmm. But yeah, I definitely think podcasts sound better. Yeah, if the, if the uh, host has a mic stand, you're right. <laughs> uh, so listen for after after the 17 episode mark, listen for the huge improvement the other episodes of Happy Good will have. Yeah, you literally, apparently, uh, once a, a podcast host gets a mic stand, uh, you don't hear wind moving around anymore. Mm. Uh, no, but you'll still hear their uh, office chair. Yeah. Uh, as or a wheezy laugh in the distance. Is that you or maybe. is that me? Oh, it's meant to be a shot of me. Oh, okay. No, my wheezy laugh no, is right up, right up close <laughs> yeah, to the mic. You do not shy away. Steve <laughs> leans back. I lean in. <laughs> and that's what makes us the perfect duo. Do- <laughs> <laughs> uh, and for all of our listeners out there, uh, this one's for you. <laughs> the rest of the episode was not. <laughs> <laughs> I'd like to say... Keep your stick on the ice. Okay. Hockey stick? 
Killed to Death is produced and engineered by Steve Cook and Griffin Toplitsky. Special thanks to Katie Lore, Matt Probst, and Tom Shank. Rate and subscribe on iTunes and like Killed to Death on Facebook so they know how to value their worth as human beings. This podcast has been brought to you by the Sonar Network. Sonar! Hello, everyone. This is Chris Locke. Thank you for allowing me to drip into your ears like some sort of sentient syrup goo from Mars. This is an invasion. I'm here to promote my new podcast, Happy Good with Chris Locke. Subscribe to it now because it will make you feel good. It's about forgetting all the craziness, the nonsense, the stress, and we relax together and laugh. It's a silly stream of consciousness guided meditation to make you feel good. And it's on Sonar Network. Listen to it wherever you listen to podcasts or on Sonar Network, but subscribe and come along with me because it will be fun. Thank you.